Hey, what's up, fam? Uh, it's Kevin here with Put Jordan on Me. Uh, today, we it's another solo episode. Uh, we haven't done one since the first one. I am back on my bullshit drinking White Claw during the episode. Um, but you're going to hear me talk about ranking White Claws, uh, the flavors. And we're also going to do kind of a mailbag episode where I had some of uh, our few listeners... Uh, submit questions and stuff. Um, so that was fun. Uh, talk about, um, alopecia and where I'd like to have it. Uh, talk a little bit about sports. Um, talk about the show that I went to on Wednesday and man, like I went to that show on Wednesday of the metal show and like my neck fucking hurts. Um, and I know the jokes that everybody is going to fucking say, Oh, you're sucking dick. <laughs> um, Super funny, guys. Uh, everybody who's thinking that. Uh, but, like, I forgot how much, like, you're just, like, fucking banging, literally banging your head. And, like, my neck has been fucking killing me since then. Um, super fun show, though. Uh, uh, next week, we're going to have uh, guests on. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing the band Small, which our friend uh, Sam Severin is in. Super excited for that. I love Sam. She's one of the, the best people out there. Um uh, my friend Patrick Schweikert, who I work with, we're going to have him on. We're just going to talk about a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, I think we're going to do a lot of fantasy football stuff, but just kind of talk about everything. And then I'm also interviewing uh, a super cool band next Friday. Um, so last, uh, I guess a couple of weeks ago, I went to a free show here in St. Augustine where the Jizza, um, one of the founders of Wu-Tang Clan, was doing a free concert here in St. Augustine. Um, and this super cool, like, these these kids out of Jacksonville, this hip hop group uh, named Love Culture, opened for him, and the energy they had, and like they're so they're like how fucking like upbeat they were, and like their songs and everything, so fucking good. Like these kids blew me away. Like they they put on a better show than Jizza did. Um, I mean, Jizza's like seventy three years old at this point, but still super fun. Um, I got in touch with them over Instagram, so I'm going to be interviewing them next Friday. So that's, that'll be up. They're actually coming up to Atlanta to do a show on October the 12th. So I'm hoping to get that episode out before then so we can uh, promote that for them. Um, but man, yeah, like I said, kids just like super cool, super talented. Um, again, they're called love culture. If you want to check them out beforehand, that's, uh, they're on Spotify and that's love L dot O dot V dot E. Uh, dot and then culture spelled regularly super cool um but yeah that's uh that's all i have um still trying to figure out like the the recording schedule and everything but uh that should be done soon um but yeah without further um further ado uh here is our uh quote-unquote mailbag episode hey guys what's up uh, this is, I don't know, the season or anything, but, uh, new episode of Put Jordan on Me. Uh, it's just me tonight. Um, the guests that I had for this week sort of fell through, um, but that's okay. We're going to do a little bit of a stream of consciousness episode today. Um, it's going to be me watching Penn State, Maryland, uh, because I live bet on it for Penn State to cover at 32 and a half. And then also doing uh, some listener questions that were submitted over Instagram. Um, and I haven't looked at any of them, so we're just going to kind of go from there. Um, super wild story, though. Uh, 
so a couple weeks ago at a game day, this dude held up a sign uh, when it was at Iowa and Iowa State. He held, it was his Venmo. It was like Venmo me. Uh, Bush Light Supply needs replenished. Put his Venmo on there. Ended up making like $38,000 in his Venmo. So he ended up uh, getting Bush Light involved. And he was going to donate it all to charity. There was a big uh, children's hospital in Iowa. They were going to donate all the money there. Everything sounds great. Very happy story. This is what the internet needs nowadays. Until um, there's a reporter for the Des Moines Register dug up racist and offensive tweets that the dude had sent eight years ago when he was 16. Anheuser Bush, who owns Bush Light, uh, or Bush, who partnered with King to match the donations, announced that it was cutting ties with King, uh, and King is the guy's name, even took back its offer, supplying him with free beer for a year. All right, so at this point, like, I'm, I'm a little bit over it because, like, cancel culture and everything, like, there's a point where I'm just like, why are we just digging up old shit? Well, the dude that wrote the article about the guy who dug up his old tweets at the Des Moines Register, his name is Aaron Calvin. He had racist tweets of his own. Then the paper fired him. So the guy that dug up the racist tweets for the guy that was trying to get money uh, for the children's hospital or ended up getting money for the children's hospital, they ended up, the guy who wrote about it, and got that shit and dug up that shit get, got fired himself so just a fucking wild turn of events there and like for me personally like i i 100 believe that if you're like a politician or like somebody in some kind of power like the dude from uh, snl recently if you have racist shit in your past and there's other people that can do the job as well uh or you know somebody who doesn't have racist shit in their past they probably deserve that when it's just some dude that's holding up a sign uh, at game day and he wrote a bunch of dumb shit when he was 16 and I don't even know what he wrote. I couldn't find that anywhere. Um, I think that's when we're like our, our cancel culture is getting to be a bit too much. And I don't know, maybe, maybe uh, companies shouldn't like just partner with these people just because. Um, just like let it be a cool thing on the internet you don't have to jump in there because now they're they're having to like backtrack and just be like oh no we, we never we never were with him i was like well now you just seem stupid because this money was going to go to charity and now you're just saying that you don't you don't want to do it because this kid when he was 16 years old said a bunch of racist stuff again i don't even know what the racist stuff was i don't really i mean unless he was just like straight out saying the n-word I, I, I don't think that it really even means anything because at that point when you're just a 16 year old kid, for the most part, you're just parroting like the people that are around you and this kid might've changed. Plus he's like, just a, he's still just a kid. He's in college. So like the whole idea of him having to like apologize for something that he never even thought was ever going to come up again, seems a little bit silly to me. I don't know. Let's, I guess the point I'm trying to make is let's just like be aware of, who are quote unquote canceling when we're talking about shit like this. Because sometimes it's just, it seems just kind of petty and vindictive. Um, but yeah, but I guess the other, the guy who like dug up this shit, you know, 
no good deed goes unpunished, and now he's looking for a new job too because apparently he said racist shit in his past. Um, I think the safest thing for everybody is don't post racist shit on social media. Uh, it seems like the simplest uh, answer. Um, anyway, um, that's all I had to say about that. There was one other thing that I wanted to uh, talk about. Uh, I got a call from a um, telemarketer today and I actually was able to, I was already on my computer, so I was able to record it um, while I was on uh, on the call and I'm just gonna play it for you, for you guys. It's only about a minute and a half, so just kind of bear with me. Um, if I can even find it. Okay, here it is. This is me uh, responding to a call while I'm eating lunch about a dude who wants to lower my credit card rates. <coughs> That seems weird. It almost seems like this is a scam. super crazy but I you could you could kind of like tell the point in the call where the dude's like wheels were spinning and he was just like well now what do I say and he's breathing heavy into the phone and just fucking gave up um so that was fun um so now I guess we're just going to transition real quick over to our little uh our grab bag of sorts for our listener questions so like I said I posted this on Instagram and didn't really look at any of them I glanced at a couple to make sure that some were actually coming through so I didn't have to like come up with something else for this week's episode. Um, but here we go. Um, and let's see, Preston uh, wanted to wanted me to do a uh, World Series pick, uh, champion in a number of games, uh, and then two early national champion college and Super Bowl picks. Uh, I did this week one, but obviously some stuff changed for football. Um, but let's do baseball first. Uh, obviously, uh, baseball playoffs are starting soon. Um, the seeds for the National League are pretty much s- almost set. 
Um, the Dodgers are going to be the one seed. Uh, the uh, Braves are going to be the two seed. Uh, and now it's just a matter of who's going to win the Central and then who's going to be our two wild card teams. Uh, but right now it's looking like the Dodgers are going to play the winner of whoever doesn't win the Central in the Nationals. Um, and then the uh, Braves are going to play whoever wins the Central. Uh, so right now it would be the Braves versus Cardinals and then the Dodgers versus the winner of the other game. On the American League side, uh, Houston has the one seed and then the Yankees are playing the Twins because uh, uh, the Twins won the Central this year for the first time, I think, since like 2010. Uh, and then the two wild card teams in the American League are the A's and the, uh, the Devil Rays or the Rays right now uh, out of Tampa. Um, I don't think anything can change very much on that side except for who hosts the uh, wild card game. Right now it's Oakland. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I think it's going to be pretty chalky. Uh, I think the uh, NLCS will be Dodgers-Braves. The ALCS will be Astros-Yankees. Um, I'd As much as I'd love to see the Braves, uh, I honestly, in the World Series, I think we're actually a year ahead of schedule. Uh, I think the Braves lose to the Dodgers in six games. Uh, I do think we're able to get one more game out of them than we were uh, last year because last year we obviously got – I think we just won the one game. And uh, I think I think the Astros beat the Yankees in five games, and then I think the Astros beat the Dodgers in the World Series in five games. I think the Astros are just that much better than everybody else. And I really don't think it's very close. I mean, barring some kind of crazy injuries, they literally have zero weak spots. Um, and I don't mind the Astros. Uh, you know, they have some former Braves on the team like Evan Gaddis. Um, so that's – or at least they did. I don't know. I, I don't follow baseball as much as I should outside of the Braves, so Evan Gattis might not even play for them anymore. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go – I'm going to be very chalky and not very exciting. Dodgers versus the Astros. Uh, and uh, Astros win in five games. Um, as far as college football, again, you know, I've touched on this a couple times. I just don't – I think there's just such a wide gap between, like, the top five to six teams and then everybody else in college football, um, which isn't to say that college football week to week is still not entertaining. There's still like fun games and, and stuff like that. Like Arkansas lost last week to San Jose state. That's an upset. Like, obviously it's not like a big upset, but it is for San Jose state. They haven't won a game against a division, uh, division one team or, you know, whatever, uh, FBS team in like three years. And then they went into, into an SEC school stadium and won. So that was a big deal for them last week. Uh, but as far as who uh, national title in college football, uh, we'll be real quick about it. Um, it'll probably be Alabama, either LSU or Georgia, Clemson, either Ohio State or Wisconsin. Um, and I just think that depending on how everything shakes out, until – until one of them lose, it's going to be Alabama and Clemson again, you know, depending on how everything is seated. And I just think either Alabama or Clemson win it again. Uh, if I, if I would gun to my head, I would say uh, Alabama. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not going to be very exciting. Don't, don't look for your excitement under the national championship this year. Look for it elsewhere in college football. Um, NFL, uh, 
I think the AFC, I think the Super Bowl is going to come out of the AFC again. Um, I think the three best teams in football this year are all in the AFC. Uh, it's Kansas City, it's New England, and it's Baltimore. Um, and, you know, it, it remains to be seen what, what all is going on in the NFC. You know, there's been a lot of injuries this year, too. So in, in the NFL, it's like, who's just going to be the least injured? Um, the Saints were a very trendy pick to uh, win the Super Bowl and go back, but then Drew Brees got hurt. But then the rest of the NFC South is not looking great, including the Falcons. So, I mean, they can they can still hold serve until Drew Brees gets back because he's not going to be gone all year. Um, obviously, saw the Rams, no injuries there. So, like, they could get back. Um, I mean, even though it was a close game with the Patriots last year, they really never had a shot, to be perfectly honest. Um, so, I don't know. Again, gun to my head, AFC Championship game, I'll go with uh, Rams-Patriots again. Um, NFC Championship game, I'm going to go – or, excuse me, AFC Chiefs-Patriots and then NFC, um, I guess, Rams – oh, God – I'm going to go Rams-Cowboys, actually, uh, as much as I hate the Cowboys. And I don't really hate the Cowboys. I like Dak Prescott. Um, I think he's, like, putting up when he asked for all that money. But, like, I, just, just to see something different, because I was going to say the Saints again, but fuck the Saints. Um, I think that's one thing myself and Falcons fans can agree on is fuck the Saints. Um, but, yeah. And then, so, uh, I'll say – I'll say Patriots, Cowboys in the Super Bowl, which is what the NFL would love to see. Um, and then um, I think the Patriots win it again. Um, until uh, I know it's a boring pick, but until the the duo of Belichick and Tom Brady are no more, I just don't see any anything else. Um, while we're on the topic of the NFL, uh, the Rookie of the Year odds. If you're looking to bet on anybody, now that they're updated, you got to go with my guy, Gardner Minshew. He's literally just taken, taken everything by storm. Um, there's not, like, it's, it's absurd. And you're getting him at plus 450. So a $10 bet wins you $4,500. Uh, Daniel Jones, after a single good game, against one of the worst defenses in the NFL, skyrocketed. Put money on Gardner Minshew. That's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on. Um, the next question that we got um, from Instagram was from Tess, our friend Tess, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. She asked, do you have pubic alopecia that people want to know? And you know what? I want to dispel the rumor that I have cubic alopecia. That is not true. Um, contrary to popular belief, you either have cubic alopecia or you, or <laughs> you either have alopecia or you don't. It's not, you can't have specific alopecia. Um, that being said, if I could have alopecia on a specific part of my body, like if I got pit, um, I think. I would pick armpit because um, I feel like that would like make for less pit stains. Um, but I don't have any idea how the human body really works. So what the fuck do I know? 
Um, but yeah, I feel like, you know, if I had to pick a, a part of like a specific part of my body that grows hair to not grow hair, um, actually I take that back, taint. That's what I would, I would want. <laughs> I would want alopecia, the taint uh, and the butthole. Uh, I don't think I want hair on my taint or butthole because um, that, you know, helps out with a lot of uh, cleanliness stuff. So that's what I'm going to go with, Tess, to, to answer your question. I want alopecia of a taint butthole, which is different than your pubic area. That is different than pubic alopecia. Um, <laughs> uh, listener Jake said, thoughts on anime, anime titties. Um, you know, Jake, I don't, I don't think about them, uh, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, it's, not, it's not something that I, that I think about too, too often at all, really. Um, I've just never really, I never really understood how people were into that i guess um like you know if you're gonna watch porn like watch porn uh again not here to kink shame um but man like it just seems weird right uh, especially the ones where they're like uh taking like real cartoon characters like fucking lois from family guy or the uh or like marge simpson or like disney princesses and this shit but like making porn out of it that's just wild because that means you, the people who made that have spent so much time thinking about what these cartoon characters will look like naked, which, I mean, you know, do you, I guess. That's a super duper weird flex. But, uh, you know, I, so I guess they, to answer Jake's question, um, this is as much as I've ever thought about anime titties before. Um, Gordon, listener Gordon asked, or he said, I should just do uh, food reviews of like normal shitty food on the podcast. Um, and I guess while I'm here, um, I can definitely do that moving forward. Um, oh, shit. Sorry. Um, the TV is on and they have one of those like robots on uh, at one of the college football games doing like push-ups or shit. I don't know. We need to stop fucking with robots because they're going to take over the world, but that's neither here nor there. Um, if we're going to talk about shitty food and like doing a review, uh, I, I try not to eat a lot of shitty food anymore because like, you know, it's just not good for you, obviously. Um, but, you know, now that I'm working at Buffalo Wild Wings again, uh, it's hard to eat healthy uh, because literally Buffalo Wild Wings has zero healthy things. Um, you can get like chicken fingers grilled. Um, sorry, I'm eating a cookie. Um, but outside of that, everything there is bad for you. There's literally nothing healthy. Um, I will say, for Buffalo Wild Wings, the wings, okay at best. I mean, for a chain restaurant, um, they had a lot. Of, they have a lot of beer on tap, so that's cool. But what I will say, sorry, hold on swollen cookie um those sauces at buffalo wild wings are legit caribbean jerk uh asian zing um let's see oh spicy garlic all those fire they do have a nashville hot now which like i, I think it was like from actually going to hattie b's in atlanta and like getting real nashville hot chicken i'm like whenever somebody asks me about it, I'm like, no, this shit sucks. Go literally leave, leave here right now, drive to Atlanta or Nashville, get real 
Nashville hot chicken. Why are we still having this conversation? Um, but yeah, that's a, I, I can definitely start reviewing uh, shitty food. Uh, that, but that means that I ha I'd have to buy it. You know, my favorite shitty food or like food that's bad for you from like, if you had to go to a gas station or something, two things right off the bat. Uh, Fritos with the little, the little barbecue twist Fritos, uh, God tier. The other thing, this is like a sneaky, like you draft them in the sixth round and they turn out to be Tom Brady or Gardner Minshew. Um, caramel flavored bugles. <coughs> I'm telling you, if you can find them at a gas station, get those. That shit is fire. Um, legit, so good. Um, but yeah, I can definitely start to do that for sure. Uh, Gordon also started to have my dad on the podcast. I think I want to eventually. Um, once I kind of figure out what I want to do with the podcast. Um, sorry, I'm finishing the cookie. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, Tom will be on the podcast eventually. It's not right now. Um, I got a couple other guests lined up soon, which uh, you'll hear about in the intro. Um, last one, last question we got was from Adam, who was on the show, I guess on the second episode. Um, he asked what my favorite conspiracy theory is. I have a couple, and they're both really stupid. It's none of the ones that are serious, like the ones that like Alex Jones or like people like him put out because that stuff I feels a little bit dangerous. And I'm not going to get into that too much. But what I will say, the two that I like is um, Avril Lavigne. Uh, pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Um, that Avril Lavigne is dead and was replaced by a clone named Melissa. Um, the theory claims that Levine struggling with fame at the beginning of her career began using a body double named Melissa. At some point, the real Levine is said to have died, so the record company replaced her with a full time, with with Melissa full time. Proof has included Levine's red carpet shoots. Levine wears trousers. Melissa prefers dresses and skirts. And supposed differences between the facial features of pre two thousand three Levine and current incarnations. Theorists also believe Melissa has left clues in songs such as "Slipped Away" in which she sings, "The day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same." There's even a publicity shoot in which Levine had Melissa written on her hand. Um, that was from an article from The Guardian. Um, the other one that I uh, think is fun is uh, that Katy Perry is actually John Benet Ramsey. John Benet Ramsey was never murdered. Um, the theory on the night of Christmas. That <coughs> oh shit, excuse me. Taking a sip of white cloth. Um, on the night of Christmas 1996, child beauty pageant winner John Benet Ramsey was killed in her family home in Colorado. She was only six. Lengthy ransom note, blah, blah, blah. You guys all have, you guys know all this stuff. However, theorists have a different theory. <coughs> John Benet Ramsey was not killed that night, instead, she was kidnapped. Apparently, as, a, as some sort of Illuminati conspiracy, her parents staged her death, and she later resurfaced as Katy Perry in 2008 with the song I Kissed a Girl. 
The evidence includes the resemblance of Katy Perry and JonBenet Ramsey, as well as the resemblance of both their sets of parents. One YouTuber theorist went to great lengths to prove that the similarities of their eyebrows, which, much, which must mean the same, they're the same person. And the reason that I love those two um, conspiracy theories is because of how stupid they are and like they don't hurt anybody. Um, I especially love that anybody put that much thought into anything about Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne doesn't even put that much thought into it. Um, but yeah, those are definitely my, my two favorite conspiracy theories. Um, there's also, it's not really a conspiracy theory, but there's a, uh, Terrence Howard doesn't believe in math. That's, that's what, what the, what the whole thing is. Um, let me, I'm going to pull up the video real quick of uh, Terrence Howard trying on the red carpet of the, uh, what the fuck was it called? The Emmys the other day. Um, and he was talking about like, I don't know. I'm just gonna let you guys listen. It's a very short thing. Literally batshit insane. Um, but literally Google Terrence Howard math. Um, and you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Now I'm just trying to kill time so I can find the video again. Hold on, hold on. And while I'm looking for this, I'm gonna rank uh, uh, white claw flavors. Number one is mango, two grapefruit, three lime, four black cherry, five raspberry. Those are the rankings. Um, mango needs to be in the variety pack. Mango is far and away the best flavor. Ah, okay, here it is. All right. Oh shit, this isn't it. Hold on. Hold that thought. Still looking, still looking. Sorry guys. Um, uh, but yeah, mango needs to be in the, uh, the variety pack. It is literally the best flavor. There's, I mean, everything White Claw does is great. Also, uh, I got a super dope t-shirt at the concert that I went to the other night. Uh, I went to a concert in Jacksonville uh, Wednesday for this band that, I'm, that I really like that I found on Spotify called Right Handed Denial. Um, super dope band out of Toronto, but uh, one of the band that closed the show was this band out of Cincinnati called Sea of Treachery where uh, they're, they're, one of their band t-shirts looks like a White Claw shirt and it says Sea of Treachery and Heavy Metal on it. Uh, I'll, I'll throw a picture up on Instagram. Um, all right, but anyway, uh, I've, I'm done stalling. I found the video. Here's a video of Terrence Howard talking about how he, talking about math in general. I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? Sun, moon, stars, quasars, motherfuckers sound like airwood jets. There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose 
the in-between spaces. Well, I'm out, man. Honey, it's tripping. I made some discovery. So I'm sure you guessed there's a couple of spliced things in there. Um, some of them were uh, Russell Westbrook. Um, but yeah, Terrence Howard, Google it. Terrence Howard math. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <clears throat> um, that is all that I have as far as the grab bag goes. I'm going to do a quick rundown of a couple of things, uh, some recommendations. Um, if you're into metal music and uh, bands like Pierce the Veil and A Day to Remember, check out uh, Right Handed Denial. Super cool band out of Toronto, and they're all super nice. I've met a couple of times. <coughs> um, uh, my bets for the weekend. Um, let's see. I have three in NFL and three in college. College take um, SMU, uh, eight and a half. Uh, sorry, pulling up their schedule against South Florida. South Florida is one of the worst teams in the AAC this year. SMU looks really good. They just beat TCU at TCU last week. Uh, eight and a half is not a lot of points. I think SMU covers that one easy, and it's a home game um, for SMU. Uh, no, excuse me. It's on the road against South Florida, but, I mean, South Florida is not very good this year. <clears throat> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about that one. Um, the other one uh, – App State, uh, 15 and a half. They're getting that against, uh, I believe, Charlotte. Um, God damn, I can't type for shit. Sorry, guys. Uh, Coastal Carolina, excuse me. And it's a home game, 15 and a half. Um, App State's really good. They, they're one of the better uh, G5 teams this year. Coastal Carolina is just okay. Um, it's a home game at 3.30 tomorrow. Uh, I think App State covers that one pretty easily at 15 and a half. Um, and then the last one that I had is Kentucky. Um, Kentucky plays South Carolina tomorrow uh, and it's at South Carolina. And South Carolina is actually favored in this game by, um, or actually I took the money line for this one because South Carolina was favored in that one. And I was like, I, I don't think, I'm not even worried about Kentucky covering. I think, uh, they went straight up. Um, NFL, the Jags, uh, and I'm going against my own advice from like betting on a team that I'm a fan of. The Jags are three-point dogs at Denver. Joe Flacco, uh, not elite, as, uh, as Seth would say. Um, and I'm all on the Gardner Minshew hype train. Like I'm all 100% about this. So uh, take the Jags. Um, the Ravens have a home game against the Browns. Um, Browns have been pretty disappointing this year, and um, I think it would be cool if they get better, but at this point, they have a lot to show me. The Ravens are uh, seven-point favorites in that one, so I'm taking the Ravens. And then finally, uh, the Giants play the Redskins uh, this year, or this year, this weekend. Redskins have one of the absolute worst defenses in football. Um, there was a stat that through, uh, the first three weeks, I guess, I guess we're in the Redskins defense, the lowest quarterback rating that they, that has gone up against them has been, uh, 61%, uh, or I think that was completion percentage, but either way, um, they're, they're very bad. Um, Case Keenum is still starting. Uh, they're not going to move to, um, what's his name out of Ohio State? And I guess Daniel Jones is pretty good. I don't know. It was just against the Bucs, but 
Uh, we'll see. But the line on that game is Giants by three. Um, I, th- I think they win by ten. Uh, the Redskins are just very bad. I mean, they, they made the game on Monday night against the Bears a little close, but a lot of that was a garbage time. I mean, not even close. Outside of that, that's all I got. Um, uh, just to kind of preview what we have coming up, uh, my my buddy Patrick Schweikert is going to be on the show next week. Um, I'm also going to be talking to cool two really cool bands. Um, our our friend Sam Severin's band, uh, Small. Uh, we're going to be chatting with them sometime soon. And I actually got to uh, go see a band when I went and saw Jizza. Uh, uh, one of the founders of Wu-Tang Clan, he did a free show here in St. Augustine of all things. And this super cool band of a bunch of kids from uh, Jacksonville opened for him and they fucking blew me away. So much energy, so much fun. Uh, the name of the band is Love Culture. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing them next Friday. Super excited about that. So check that out. Look for those. Um, still trying to figure out the whole format of everything. So we'll we'll figure that out as we go. But, you know, thanks for listening. Um, also, shout out to, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, shout out to my girl Greta Thunberg, putting everybody on blast. Uh, I don't want to get too much into politics right now, um, but I could not be like more like inspired by this this person. She's so fucking cool, and like her kind of response to everything that's been going on has been top notch. She's crushing it. So, uh, you know, I, like, like I said, I don't want to get too, too deep into uh, everything about that, but like, I'm a huge fan. Um, I hope she continues to <coughs> kind of do everything that she's been doing and continue to put pressure on, you know, those in power. And I think that's what we need to do until we, you know, see some, see some changes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I need to just wrap shit up because I'm just doing stream consciousness, consciousness at this point. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, again, this is Kevin with Put Jort on Me. Bye-bye.